You have found the children's nook. Please come in and take a look. Find a story just for you, and I will even read it too. Cuddle up and open your mind. Let's see what fun story we can find. And remember, this episode is powered by Anchor, by Spotify, and the music is by Pixabay.com. <laughs> Come on, let's find out what the next story is. happy you're here because today I'm reading the story A Tiger's Journey and we're traveling to India to the beautiful deep jungles to find out what it's all about. Come on, let's go. In the wide and lush jungles of India, there lived a beautiful tiger and her cub, Narangi. Narangi was given his Indy name by his mother for his beautiful dark orange stripes within his coat. He was a very curious little tiger. He would follow his mother everywhere, learning everything she taught him very well. He listened and watched and his mother showed him all that he would need to know as he grew. But Narangi was always afraid of certain things. As time went by, however, he began to understand more and more, and with that he was finding his courage. He learned to go where he could and could not, for there were sinkholes and quicksand in the forest floor. But other places were safe for him to hunt, and the treetops were the safest to be at night. He learned where the cleanest water was to drink, as the water that flowed the fastest would be the freshest. What to eat was next in his lesson plan, because not all things were good for him, for there were poisonous frogs and snakes in the underbrush as well. His mother even taught him where to find medicine plants for when he felt sick to his stomach or felt weak. When he got a thorn in his paw, she taught him how to use his teeth to pull it out and to be brave for just a little while as it hurt for just a short time and then it would be over. When it was time to sleep and it was cold, Narangi's mother showed him the best tree leaves and the strongest branches to find in which to snuggle up in, especially if it rained. One day, Narangi was to learn how to swim, and his mother brought him to the riverside, 
he was very nervous. And when his feet left the bottom of the deep river and he began to float, he was frightened and hurried back to shore. It is all right, little one. The water will hold you, and you will not sink if you paddle gently and breathe calmly, Narengi. In fact, my son, you will learn to swim for as long as you wish, and it will become a joy, not something to fear. My dear tigers are one of the only big cats to swim, and we do it very well. Watch me now carefully, Narengi, and do as I do. My son, I will not let you fail. We will practice until you can do it. With that, Narengi splashed and paddled with his wide cub paws, but he was clumsy at first. His fear of the unknown water still made him nervous. But his mother kept showing him, and he kept trying over and over and over again. And after a little while, Narengi could swim quite well. He couldn't believe it. Mother, I can, I can swim, I can do it. She watched her small son as he began to be who she hoped he would be. In time, he would grow, and grow he did. His mother didn't have to watch over him as much. Narengi was going to be larger than his mother, and she was very proud of him each and every day that passed by. One fateful day, however, the wind began to blow very loudly, and the trees moaned as their branches swayed to and fro. Heavy rains came, and there was flooding on the floor of the jungle. Narengi and his mother quickly climbed into the branches of the largest and safest tree. Suddenly, his mother heard another tiger crying out for help. She was older and had not the strength to get high enough before the waters began to tug at her paws. Stay here, my son. I must help her. She is an elder among us. Remember what I taught you and stay here in the safety of the tree until I return. Narengi, I love you. Narengi was very concerned about his mother's safety. She was one of the strongest swimmers he knew, but as the storm got stronger, she disappeared from his view through the trees as she raced to save the elder tigress. An hour went by, and Narengi called out to his mother, but she did not reply. As the winds swept through the forest, he watched as his world around him was changed forever. He sat upon the branch where she had left him, and he was so sad that Marenge could not move. So he curled up to keep warm and waited. 
After a while, the storm began to calm, and the waters receded. Narenge had fallen asleep from his struggle to get through the storm. So many other animals felt the same, and they were all very glad that the dark clouds were now clearing. He slept for a long time, and when he awoke, the air smelled differently. But the birds were still singing, and louder than they did before. Their voices were telling Narangi to wake up and be strong. One bird sang a familiar tune that he heard often after a storm. The song was about having courage. The birds made it their duty to remind the rest of the forest. Every storm ends, the words said, and if we wait for the sun to come back out, the day will bring us happiness again. Narenge sat and listened. He tried to believe them. And as he sighed, he looked around and listened to the words of the songbirds. He realized then, in that little moment, that he was going to be okay. Now Narengi made sure the ground was safe. As he looked down, he decided to set out to find a new home. He couldn't live there any longer, as his mother had now disappeared, and there would be no food or enough shelter for him to survive. The tree he was in was the largest and strongest, and most of its branches were broken. He said thank you to the birds and gathered his courage and knew inside that his mother would want him to be strong. Some of the birds followed him and kept him company as he began his journey. Narenge would have to travel out of the damaged part of the forest and find a new and safe place again. And so he walked and he walked he met many other animals along the way, and just as his mother taught him, he ate the right food and drank the right water and slept high up in the trees. But one day, when he was very tired from his journey, he made a mistake as all creatures sometimes do, and Narenge chose a frog to eat that was not very safe. He began to feel ill and quickly crawled around looking for the plant his mother showed him. After a moment, as luck would have it, he saw the medicine plant growing under a large tree and quickly ran over to it. He bit off a large batch of its leaves and crawled up into the tree to lay down and take his medicine as his mother showed him. 
Narangi's stomach was aching, but after a while, the medicine began to work, and after resting for a few hours, his pain was over. He slowly climbed down the branches of the tree and drank some fresh water. He finally felt all right to continue on. After jumping over a large boulder, his paw began to hurt and he noticed a large thorn in between his toes. He bent down and pulled his leg up and used his teeth to remove it, just like he was taught. It hurt to pull it out, but as his mother promised, once he did it, it would not hurt any longer. And once again, Narengi felt fine. As he found a place that looked safe and lush with plants and large trees, he knew he'd have to swim a very fast-running river section to get to it. It was on the other side. And so he took a deep breath and remembered what his mother taught him, and Narengi dove into the water and swam with great strength. Narengi made it to the other side. He did it. Finally, he was in his new home. He looked around and smelled the air. He knew this place was going to be his shelter and his comfort now. As time went by, Narengi grew to be the magnificent tiger his mother always knew he would be. He beat the odds, and he made it. He was stunning, with his coat of black and orange stripes, the largest feet of any male tiger known in the jungle, and his eyes were as blue as the shimmering water. Narengue was the strongest and most respected animal in his new home. He always thought of his mother and realized how grateful he was for her lessons. The forest was his domain, and he was a regal creature now. He spent his days in the beautiful forest, and Narangi's life was peaceful. One day, he heard a cry, and immediately Narangi investigated it. At the edge of the river was a small, lone tiger, he looked so afraid and was dipping his paw frantically in the river water as if trying to dive in. He just couldn't do it. My little one, what is wrong? Narengi asked. The small tiger answered through his tears. <laughs> My brothers are on the other side and they do not know that I have not crossed. They think I am following them, but I'm afraid of the water. I will lose them if I don't pass now. We were playing chase, and they will be too far away for me to find them if I stay here any longer. What will I do? What will I do? 
He cried, and Narenge felt badly for him. Well, you are not alone, as you can see, my little friend. And so stop crying, and listen to me carefully, for I will help you cross. You can do this. I know you can, Narenge said. The little tiger now stopped crying and realized Narenge was right. He wasn't alone after all. And so, as he dried his tears and Narenge showed him what to do when he began to float in the water, the little tiger caught on and it was time for him to try getting all the way across to the other side. But I'm still afraid. What if the water carries me away? What if I'm not strong enough? Narenge, he chuckled and answered. Well, <laughs> I, I know you will make it across for two reasons. You are strong enough and you have to believe in yourself. Now think about getting to the other side and seeing your brothers again. Use that as your inspiration to succeed. You can do it. I was once as small as you, and I learned to be brave. You can as well, little one. Then Narenge brought him over to the water's edge for the last time and said, Look into the water. What do you see? Within the glassy water surface there were two faces. One, the small face of the little tiger, and beside him was the majestic Narangi. I, I see you and I see me he said. <laughs> You're missing one thing in your vision, little one, Narenge added. You will one day be as strong and proud as I am. You just have to give it time. I was small, just like you, and just as afraid. But I learned to trust that I would grow you must now, too. Go now. You must meet up with your siblings. The little tiger suddenly heard familiar voices calling out to him on the other side. It was his brothers calling. They had turned back for him. They came to the edge and shouted across for him to swim as he turned to look back. Nurenge was gone. The brothers kept calling, and so the little tiger looked at himself again in the water and saw a very different face now. He jumped in and swam very hard. He did not want to fail. He kept swimming and swimming, and suddenly he was there. He had made it to the other side, just like Narangi said he would. His brothers helped him out, and he stood panting heavily, looking back at the other side of the river. But Narenge 
was still nowhere to be seen. He wondered where he had gone. He wanted the brothers to believe in their little sibling, and so Narenge hid until they had all turned to leave. The little tiger shook the water off of his coat and looked back one more time. And there, sitting majestically on the shore, was Narenge watching over him and his brothers to make sure they were on their way safely. Without another glance, however, Narenge slowly sauntered with his long, swaggering legs and his large, padded paws back into his quiet forest home. The little tiger realized that Narenge did not want attention, and so he didn't tell his brothers about his new friend. Maybe in time they would meet him for themselves. Today, however, he left Narengi to his peace, out of respect for his kindness to him. Because of Narengi, his fear had faded and he even felt brave. His brothers called to him to catch up, and off he went. Way up high now, Narengi sat upon his favorite tree branch. He watched the sun go down slowly. He felt the vibrations of life all around him. He had passed on his mother's courage to yet another young cub. It made him very satisfied, and he started to drift off to sleep as he always did with very fond memories of his mother and all that she had taught him. As the night frogs croaked and the toucan birds sang their fluted evening songs with the neighboring owls, Narengi yawned widely. He would see his little friend again, he was certain. For now, he felt content that he was honoring his mother by being a good tiger who helped others who may need it, just like he did once. Off in the far distance, the little tiger also yawned, thinking about his day and the new friend he had met. He felt safer knowing that Narengi was there somewhere out in the distance, watching over them all. Then he whispered out loud, Good night, and thank you for giving me my courage. That's the end of our story. But visit me again and we'll find yet another adventure to go on together. And just like Narengi and the little tiger, remember my friend, believe in yourself. Bye bye for now. <laughs>